0: I don't know about you guys. Dave and I were just discussing the merits of putting your cat down with a Magnum 12-gauge round or beating it to death with a bar of soap and a sock. I don't, I don't know if one is better than the other. What, what do you, I don't know what you guys think. It, I know that poll. in my heart, I would rather a cat die by being beaten to death with a bar of soap. The 12-gauge tw- the mag- Magnum too, shell is just too, too, easy. Kind. too, too easy, easy. Too easy. Too <laughs> easy. For <Yeah>. a cat? <laughs> for a cat. Yeah, for a cat. No, you got to treat a dog with some respect. but cat's... Uh. No way, man. And YouTube already probably flagged us for animal cruelty. This oh, is, yeah. That's why this episode will get taken down. Isn't that right? YouTube. Yeah, that's right. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, the YouTubes. <clears throat> Welcome to the show, guys. I'm Mike. This is Dave. If you don't know, I'm sure that if you are watching this, you probably do already. So we're glad to, to hang out with you for a little bit and do our show off the cuff. Yeah. And it is off the cuff. And it is just us giving our take on the happenings in our lives and around <laughs> the world. So, how's that?
1: How's that look for an this. intro? It's a good one. Uh, look at that huge fan from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, which is where I'm actually going in September. Why? That late What's September. Why, why Nashville? Because I am going. My buddy lives in Nashville.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, and so we're going to go visit him and his lady, and then a uh, good another good friend of mine. Uh, well, they are two two good friends. Uh, another couple are going to be going there as well, and then we're going to we'll, we'll hit the the strip, if you will, for one night, and then we're going to go to Pigeon Forge for a few nights after that.
0: So uh, it should be Nice, bring
1: it back. I love Tennessee.
0: Tennessee memories. Tennessee memories. Tennessee memories. That's uh, another. <laughs> That's the original title of Tennessee whiskey. That's Tennessee right, Tennessee
1: memories. Is. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when you wrote that.
0: I did. Uh, many people think Chris Stapleton uh, wrote it. He didn't. That was a Which that was didn't. a remake. Yes. I'm the original writer. Many people have performed the song, but I I wrote it. <laughs> I uh, I actually live off of the royalties of that song. This is how this podcast is made available to you for free. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because I'm able I mean, to I don't know how live you so generously after. <laughs> writing the songs <laughs> um, have you ever heard the original version of that song it is just i'm just I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like this guy but it's just garbage compared to his version have you ever listened to the actual yes original it's yeah, just no, not good chris
0: stapleton's got got
1: it on yeah, he lock kills it. yeah, yeah for sure the, that's the deal
0: he's got cool. a new one
1: out called what is it called white horse i'm not a big fan of it it's like he's really know. yelly he's a little too yelly i i don't I don't
0: typically listen to country music or country-esque music these days but no. I do I do put on Chris Stapleton radio sometimes on Spotify if uh if I'm just chilling out sipping sipping whiskey, sipping
1: barber. <laughs> you know who'd be really upset about that? Who? Buck Chase. If Buck Chase were here right now, he <laughs> if would Buck have Buck Chase
0: were here. He would not. Yeah, he would feel like Chris Stapleton. Well, I know I know Buck. Okay, you do, and I know that Buck would not be happy in general. He would feel like Stapleton's <laughs> a little bit of a sellout. Yes, in terms of exactly, he's, he's too too much swimming in the modern stream. However, once Chris Stapleton sang the national anthem, Buck, in all fairness, did give him his due. He said Yeah, he did. All right, at that. That man earned my his worth. I'm gonna give
1: him my give him his due. Give him his due. He's he's that man has earned my respect. Yep. So, you know, Chris Stapleton for the for the win. (laughs) I'm gonna give him his due, and I ain't talking about Mountain Dew either. That's right. That's how he said it too. I remember that clearly. The (laughs) there's been a lot going on this
0: last week. If you listened to the show last week about dead people on planes, uh, (laughs) which I don't even. I actually don't even remember the serious topic we talked about last week at all. Oh, I, know. I could not I... tell you if my life, someone could be like, I am holding, I, I am holding your family hostage. The only way to make them free again, the only way I will release them is for you to tell me what what the topic of the podcast was last week. And all Goodbye, I can think family. about is Joyce's dead people
1: on Plain Story, it's and insane. I got nothing else. I know. It did. It, it actually, consu- like, yes, it's consumed. I th- I'm pretty sure it's consumed a lot of our minds for the majority of the week. Yes. It, I know it did, Joyce, <laughs> because she had to tr- actually fly home. So, <laughs> <laughs> And let me tell you this. So I spent about uh, oh, close to four hours, two phone calls. Well, one was like the messaging for with Delta, mm-hmm. and then the other one was with um actually on the phone. So uh, between the two, almost four hours, and they would not. They refused to give her an upgrade, a complimentary upgrade of any kind. They refused.
0: Did they none. even off- zero? Did they? Did you end up finding out? Did Did they offer to anyone on the plane? Did they offer like? complimentary snacks or no, anything like the rest nothing. of the flight nothing and they and they Absolutely didn't even they nothing. didn't even offer up like so you know what we can't upgrade her nope. seat but what we
1: could do is nope. we could do this nope nothing matter of fact the last person i actually talked to she actually seemed like she really was kind of like I'll say championing for me, because uh, sure. they have to wait for like a supervisor to to go above that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we were waiting for a while, uh, and she asked the supervisor, and the supervisor was like, "No, because the difference between Comfort uh, Plus and Delta One is is too much." I'm like, "What? Well, what? What?" So really, I mean, they they did they cared zero, zero, and I don't, and I probably won't ever get. The money for that epipen back either, so fuck you Delta, fuck you real good. Did you did Buck- you happen to ask about that? Would
0: you reimburse me for the use of of the epipen or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, they
1: said that I would have to go like fill out some kind of paperwork and request for it. I'm like, really? Like this is where we're at. Like I can't. Where does that even come? It's hard enough finding did Joyce the phone tell number for customer that they service. To
0: submit an application or paperwork for her to use the epipen.
1: No, no. Not, well no they annoying. did not. Yeah. It's Man. just ridiculous. And where are you supposed to find this paperwork, right? I I, I couldn't even find a real phone number for customer service. How what, well, they how try am to, I oh, they, to? They play defense. Everything baby. they, oh, they can, layer absolutely. that they layer that
0: thing. That's yeah. you want to talk to somebody at Delta, or you want to talk? And let's just be honest. Anywhere for any customer service, you better be Luke Skywalker and have the force and be guided in yep. to drop those uh, laser torpedoes yep. into customer service to get yep. in contact with it because they cover that thing like the only weakness is they do it's it's what small port
1: (laughs) (laughs) and and on top of that replace r2d2 with yoda in the back of that thing because that is the only way using double force Mm -hmm. you're going to find that little crevice to get to get that little phaser bomb in there it's ridiculous yeah it was not happening and frustrating no they did not they did not offer to replace her epipen either um so nothing yet but, you know, I'm, I'm really hoping for big things here out of Delta. I'm pretty sure they'll come after listening to this podcast. They're yes. probably going to come to their senses pretty mm-hmm. quickly.
0: Yeah, I just I was just looking at our stats in Apple Podcasts, and it did say that Delta employees were uh, a very large segment of our audience. I, fi- I, I figured, yeah. 17%, sure. which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're talking about just one company.
1: Yeah, lot. and when you're talking about 3.2 million listeners a week, that mm-hmm. can total up, you yeah. know.
0: Yes. That's a good number of people. It's it actually, actually 70% of our listeners, but 78% of Delta's workforce. <laughs> Interesting little factoid. <laughs> I don't want to bore you with the details. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why we have a full-time research department. We need Man. to know these things. It helps us <laughs> sharpen, right. sharpen our, sharpen our approach to the podcast. <laughs> so, oh, what, one thing that did come out of last week's episode is you said uh, that Joyce had to then take the train to Busan, which had another yes. medical incident on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. So we watched train to Busan. Yeah, and holy cow, and? it was. It's the best zombie movie I've it's ever seen. Great. great, right? Better better than World War Z, better than, I don't know what other great zombie movies I've seen now that I think about it. Like, not a ton of zombie movies. Yeah, I mean, but then you but think about stuff out. The Walking Dead or whatever else. Yeah. Like, this was really, really good.
1: Yeah, they did a great job with it, didn't they?
0: Yeah, I, wa- I would 100% watch it again. Yeah. I, it, there's... It was so good. So yeah, uh, Train to Busan, if you guys haven't seen it, well, now you know. Yeah. I know it's not enough for Dave to to like it and say that you should watch it.
1: It's true. Now
0: you've got double <laughs> confirmation, double yeah. confirmation to watch Train to Busan.
1: Yeah. Did you did Joyce send you the picture? The little of, zombie the... thing
0: dancing in the yeah. middle? Yes.
1: Because it, it, that's actually the train that she was on to Busan. Uh, yeah. and it looks like the movie. Yeah, so it, it it's looks just exactly ridiculous. Like it. yeah. <clears throat>
0: yeah, so it's spooky. Yeah, it would be weird to be <laughs> on that train and be like, "Oh my gosh, I, I do feel like a zombie is gonna <laughs> pop out <laughs> into my into my car." And yeah, what yeah. a it was a
1: really cool movie. Yeah, the Koreans are doing it right now. Mm-hmm. They've been doing yeah. a lot of like they, they. said I've seen some other kind of apocalyptic uh, zombie movies uh, that the Koreans have done, and it's been they've been great every one, every single one of them. So of course, my wife watches the K dramas. So. Which is like a whole different league of drama type stuff, series and stuff.
0: Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to see if there's is there any good manly versions of of K dramas like K no shows? I don't think so.
1: No, Dang I don't it. think so. But you would be mildly entertained by it. But I've never watched any of them. Like I just I'll no. catch like a part of an episode. I feel or like something.
0: it would be like Below Deck, only in Korean. That's what I feel like it would be like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, actually, they do a really good job with the production. I just not, I'm just not into those kind of shows. But like, I think that, I think that a big popu- part of the population here in the U.S. would love K dramas. It's just I don't like those that genre. You know, yeah, it's, not, I'm not sure. a a rom com kind of like, series like that kind of guy like that. But I mean, everyone loves a good rom com. But you know. Yes, I did watch a, an interesting rom-com, but it, was, it had a weird part
0: to it. I'll explain in a second. But I do want to address Joyce's saying, like, watch it in Korean with English. Yes. A hundred percent. Guys, yeah. pro tip. Big that's time. an That's an example of a movie. Then you have, like, um, another one that came out recently was All Quiet on the Western Front. It's in German. You You can't, don't yeah. do English dubbing. Never, never, never. Because you're not going to... You're missing the tone, the
1: the way that the actor pours
0: themselves. Yeah. You're missing so much when you do dubbed English. Absolutely not. Read the subtitles, but listen to the actual, like, actors. Yeah. Well, we made that mistake
1: with uh, Squid Games. So it wasn't until the very last episode that we we decided to watch it. Totally different experience. Dude, it's... A hundred times better. And I liked it the way it was um, with the English dubs. But but in the end, it's just way better to watch a foreign movie – in in the language that it's actually spoken, because like you said, the acting, and everything, like the feel of it, is so much better. And subtitles are just not a thing anymore. I I actually I find myself having to put subtitles on because my hearing is so. Oh, garbage. I put them on
0: all all English shows. I, I've got the subtitles rolling. I am I am in my full middle age and beyond <laughs>
1: glory there for sure. <laughs> Look, at, Joyce says that they have super manly catering. No, they That's, don't. Oh, come Stop come on, it. Joyce, knock it off. Knock it right off.
0: <laughs> you go down there and you tell her what's what. Yeah,
1: and I know they're not necessarily rom-coms. They're but they're like a, uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of, it's it's not dude stuff, you know. So, all right. Said, so I, the
0: movie that I watched on vacation that had definitely funny moment, moments, but was also has a really creepy aspect to it was Crazy Stupid Love with Steve oh, Carell and uh, Ryan yeah. Gosling.
1: How'd you like that? I, I, I think it,
0: I liked it, there, but... It made me laugh, right? So it was it was funny. But there was this really awkward thing with a younger girl wanting, like having a crush on Steve Carell. Like a teenage girl having a crush okay. on him. Not that it wasn't reciprocated or whatever else, But um, the kid had a crush on the baby. So Steve Carell's son—spoiler alerts—Steve Carell's (laughs) son in the movie is uh, like thirteen or something like that, and he has a crush on the babysitter, who's like sixteen, right? The sixteen-year-old babysitter or whatever she is has a crush on Steve Carell. Oh. Now Steve Carell doesn't know about this crush, or you know, whatever he—it's not reciprocated. But then, like. So this girl takes uh photos, let's say that. And you don't see anything like that, but her, to send in a card in an envelope to Steve Carell's character, who's a middle-aged dude. Yeah. Then her parents find it and they go to fight it and this whole thing ensues, but in the, at the end of the movie, the girl gives the son that has the crush on her the photos. Oh, okay. And I'm just like uh Yeah, that's, that's a w- felony. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's not that's not that's not right, is it? No. <laughs> it made me just feel so weird to have that like That is weird. I'm like, "Ooh, so here's now like this graduating girl giving a junior high kid nude photos." I'm pictures. like Yeah, that's weird. I'm like, That's, that's, uh, anyway. But anyway, I watched Crazy Stupid Love. That's the only, that's the last rom com I watched. But,
1: well, look, Mike says, uh, American Beauty Part Two. I was just going to bring up American Beauty. That had a kind of a weird, I've never seen it. Oh my gosh. It was the same, same type of of thing. Yeah, Um, but,
0: uh, that had Kevin Spacey in it, right? That dude's a freaking creep anyway in real life.
1: But you know what? The two movies I saw, (laughs) Joyce says, (laughs) Dave, you're dead to me. (laughs) <laughs> Why? I, you know what? I just I feel like she's doesn't she just can't handle the truth, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like Colonel Jessup, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, the two movies I watched was Lost in Translation with Bill Murray and Oh, that's
0: uh, uh, that's a pretty good movie.
1: It actually it was I feel was like good. I remember it being that <clears throat> way. It's yeah, been a long yeah. time since I've seen it. It, yeah, I liked it. I actually liked it quite a bit. It was very different. Um, <clears throat> really kind of a naturally flowing type movie. And the other one, as uh, I got to clear my throat, was uh, The Deer Hunter. When's the last time you saw The Deer Hunter? Have you ever seen it? I don't think so. With Robert De Niro and uh, Christopher Walken. And, mm. um, yeah, dude, it's uh, – it was it 70 I, – I think it may have actually been – written or in 78 or something mm-hmm. so it's about a uh it's a classic if you saw it you would probably really appreciate it but i was i was actually i wish you had seen it because then we could kind of like b- bounce off this because i it was such a it's a different movie so i would compare movies like that to something like uh, apocalypse now written around the same time mm-hmm. you know what i mean um <clears throat> but it is a uh it's very chaotic. The movie itself is very chaotic. So it's, it's the, essentially, it's, the plot is a, a town in Pennsylvania uh, s- that is like a steel, steel town. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, like, we are talking like this, the stamping, the, 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 where they actually create steel. Yeah. Um, and so uh, three of them are going to Vietnam, and it's very late. Vietnam it's not like early or mid so it's it it's kind of a cool 8.1 spin. on IMDB that's probably pretty good yeah oh yeah well it's 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 got it's a different spin than most Vietnam movies in the fact that uh, a lot of Vietnam movies are like mid like in the 60s and stuff like that this is like at the tail end of, of Vietnam and these three they're friends you know and they go in at the same time it's kind of how they're th- three different journeys uh, and how they leads them uh how 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 the war affects uh not just these three but the town um their family their other friends and it 's just it 's a very chaotic movie because more than half so it 's a three hour movie, and half of it is a, about um kind of like you understanding how these guys live mm-hmm. they 're very like Alpha, very like you know, drinking and driving and like the total seventies shit. You know what I mean? Right. Um, <clears throat> shitty cars, <clears throat> horrible like living conditions, and these guys go to Vietnam. It's just, it's, I, I want you to see it. I don't want to talk too much about. Yeah, it, I'm but, gonna, I'm gonna watch <clears throat> it. I have a, it's a, it's a flight. classic.
0: I have a flight uh, on Sunday, so maybe I'll cue that bad boy up and watch it on the plane.
1: Yes, yes, it's, I like it it's good you're, you're you're gonna dig it man yeah um yeah oh yeah i agree the 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 songs are are amazing like there actually is like a really cool we'll say soundtrack if you will um god it's it, it's really good like i said though it's very chaotic and it's hard to like I, I i can't describe it it's there's a part there's like a there's like this elevated noise level there's always something chaotic happening uh you know i mean even like there's a wedding and the wedding is like a russian polish russian wedding and it's loud and people are drinking and dancing like every part of it has just got this level of chaotic to it it's just really very different really cool movie and i i want to talk more about it when you when you finally see it so i will see it soon there's no doubt about it yeah
0: all right, so I, I neglected to tell you guys the topic of tonight. We're gonna. I, I brought a. I'm bringing an article to the table, and it's not so much an article as a, I guess, a, a breaking news story about a man that was exonerated after 47 years of being convicted, wow. so of a crime he did not commit. Uh, literally had nothing to do with. He wasn't just wow. like kind of a pseudo part of it and got caught up in something. Right, right. No, He had nothing to do with it and he's finally yeah. exonerated 47 years later and that led to some just we'll, we'll show the story and we got some interesting questions and then uh, Dave has some stuff about about um, people in the south just using crayons to just you know redraw districts so that uh, voting can be shifted uh, so we'll see yeah. we'll see about yeah. that and I cannot talk about anything else though until I tell you another plain story I don't know. This may be worse than a dead body. <laughs> it probably is, Mike. Delta flight returns after passenger <laughs> has diarrhea all the way through plane. This is the, the title yeah. of the Guardian article. Passengers from flying from Atlanta to Spain. It says footage has emerged. And I have the I have a video of the of the carnage. Okay, I, I don't even know how this is possible. Footage has emerged of the quote on board medical emergency that forced a U.S. airliner back to Atlanta only two hours into its flight to Spain. A messy trail of diarrhea left by a struggling passenger. <laughs> <laughs> Maintenance crews spent. Five hours cleaning the Delta Airlines Airbus A350 after its enforced early landing, including replacing an aisle carpet ruined in the incident. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Spoiler alert, it was Air Force like One. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, Come on, it was man. Air Force One. <laughs> you oh, know yeah. that's happened. All right. Oh, yeah. Passengers, reportedly including the one suffering diarrhea, were allowed uh. to reboard. After an eight, how would you feel about seeing that dude or lady coming back onto the plane with you to try to make this international flight again? They were allowed to reboard after an eight hour delay, making it to Barcelona on Saturday afternoon with no further incident. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Accounts from some onboard described flight crew doing their best to mop up the mess with paper towels and scented disinfectant. Oh,
1: God. But that
0: only had the effect of making the plane, quote, smell, as one passenger said, of vanilla shit. (laughs) Oh,
1: gross,
0: man. Another described cabin crew placing an absorbent paper runner over the aisle and passengers having to climb over seats to avoid it as they left the plane. Gross. An audio recording of a conversation between the pilot and air traffic control revealed the reasons for the jet's sudden turnaround over central Virginia.
1: Do you have the audio?
0: Uh, uh, This is your captain speaking. It's just a biohazard issue. That's uh, what one pilot said. (laughs) Uh, We've got a passenger who had uh, diarrhea all the way through our airplane. So they want us to come back to Atlanta. <laughs> oh God! Uh, there is au- the there is audio of that somewhere, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. That's more accurate. Yeah. Yes. So God, so here so is gross. here is the, the quick
1: video. <laughs> Dude. It's so gross. Oh, oh, there it is. Oh, god. Dude, oh man. It like goes several aisles. Oh, it goes. Yeah, just, just. I was just say it's not just eye, It goes all the way. Like, how does that even? How does that a thing, man? <laughs> how. Oh,
0: god. So Delta blamed this uh, and what they called a quote, onboard medical issue. And our teams worked as quickly and safely as possible to get our customers to their final destination. We sincerely apologize to our customers for the delay and inconvenience to their travel plans. Now, this incident came a week after Air Canada apologized to two passengers who were booted from a flight from Seattle to Montreal because they complained about being made to sit in seats covered in vomit.
1: Gotta be fucking kidding me.
0: They're like, I can't sit here. There's 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 puke on the seats. Well, you you have to. This is this is your seat. Well, it's got vomit on it. Oh, they just kicked him off the plane. Thanks, Canada. Freaking communists.
1: But see the what in the in this is Delta, though? This was Delta, yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Delta's gonna try to shut us down, you know that too.
0: I feel like Delta is the best of the worst. They're all bad. I think they're all bad customer service. Now, I'm flying American on the way. I'm going to uh, Colorado uh, Sunday to Tuesday, and I'm flying American on the way there because Delta doesn't fly where I'm going. So, I I could either fly Delta from here to Denver and then drive or (laughs) figure it out. So, I did the Travelocity thing, which I haven't done in years, but... American on the way there and United on the way back. So I'm going to get to experience two different airlines and compare. I haven't flown anything but Delta in years. And that's not because I'm like a Delta fanboy. It's because almost always because Detroit is a Delta hub. Yeah. It's got great schedule and pricing. And quite honestly, they're way more on time than a lot of other
1: airlines. Historically. So, Dude, I'm still, I mean, I still have a bad taste in my mouth from that. The whole choice. Oh, for sure. Honestly, it's just—it's inexcusable. It really is. And then again, you know, why I'm, well, I'm going to flog flog this dead horse? I suppose for, <laughs> for the next three years if I if I could. But oh god, it's so ridiculous. It Ugh. is. It is. Anyway. All right.
0: So let me let's see where is this? I'm going to pull. I'll pull up the uh, present. Share my screen with you guys. Oh, maybe, maybe not. There we go. Let's see if this works. All right, you guys can see that, right? Uh Uh, This is the Innocence Project. Um, I'm not an expert on the Innocence Project, but I believe their their thing is DNA or other exculpatory evidence being represented in appeals and various channels to try to get people they believe to be innocent uh, their convictions overturned released from prison whatever the whatever the deal is I think that's what the innocence project is all yeah. about okay so this is uh, I, this is like as close to the source uh, because the innocence project was the group advocating for mr. Leonard Mac and the the title is hit in DNA database proves. Leonard Mack's innocence after 47 years of wrongful conviction, unreliable witness identification along with racial bias and tunnel vision led to Mr. Mack's wrongful conviction. All right. So there's there's Mr. Mack now, very happy, uh, clearly that he's not uh, a convicted rapist anymore. Right. <laughs> September 5th, 2023, in White Plains, New York, Leonard Mack was exonerated today, nearly five decades after he was wrongfully convicted of rape Damn. and two counts of criminal possessions of a weapon in March of 1976. I was a month old when this wow. happened to this guy, new DNA testing of crime scene evidence found in a post-conviction investigation by the innocence project and the Westchester County district attorney's conviction review unit. Wow. What's that abbreviation? What Dak <laughs> are you? What DACRU? <laughs> I uh, I'm over there with where DACRU. Uh, you know, we do the deep work. Okay, proved but Mr. Mac <laughs> proved Mr. Mac did not commit the crime. Mr. Mac's wrongful conviction is the longest to be overturned based on new DNA DNA evidence known to the Innocence Project. The DNA profile developed from the evidence was uploaded to the state and local database and yielded a hit. The actual assailant identified in the search has since confessed to the crime. Wow.
1: He's like fucking 70 years old now. Like, you know what I yeah, mean?
0: Well, yeah, now what? You know? Yeah. This case contains virtually every common contributing factor in wrongful convictions. Eyewitness misidentification, the leading cause of wrongful convictions, played a central role. In addition to misleading forensic testimony presented by the state's forensic and analyst at trial, racial bias, and tunnel vision despite alibi witnesses and serological evidence from the victim's underwear that excluded Mr. Mack in 1976. That's crazy. So there were Mm. alibi witnesses and serological evidence. So body fluid evidence from the victim's underwear that excluded Mr. Mack. He spent several, uh, or he spent seven and a half years in prison and then has since lived with the wrongful conviction as a convicted felon for the next, you know, 40 years or whatever, 41 Mm. years. Today, indisputable DNA evidence proves that Leonard Mack is innocent. Nearly five decades later, he finally has some measure of justice. Um, He said, I first want to thank God for this day. Next, I want to thank the Innocence Project. Today has been a long time coming. I lost seven and a half years of my life in prison for a crime I did not commit, and I have lived with this injustice hanging over my head for almost 50 years. It changed the course of my life. Everything from where I lived to my relationship with my family. I never lost hope that one day that I would be proved innocent. Now the truth has come to light and I can finally breathe. I am finally free.
1: They're making it seem like he did seven and a half years or whatever. And then was that it? And then released as a felon? And he never never did more jail time. Okay. So he was locked up for seven and a half years. Obviously, that's going to affect his life for forever. I thought he was locked up for a fucking, you know. I, I assumed when I first saw the headline too that he had been
0: Locked up for this whole time, which in theory, you would think if you did rape two teenage girls, which is what the charge was, uh, they were on their way home from school and a black male approached them and uh, attacked them. He was raping one and the other one escaped. You would think that somebody
1: that did that needs a lot more than seven years in prison. (laughs) Yeah, you you would think so, especially in the 70s. But see, this is kind of my my question about the innocence project cuz i know that the innocence project is has been out there they do a lot of stuff but man they just seem so liberal in their ideology like they're talking sure. about like yeah. it's it's just almost hard to take sometimes obviously like a guy like this you, you want to make sure <clears throat> that if somebody is is guilty obviously great if if somebody's innocent this is obviously where the innocence project is so beneficial i mean it's it's a godsend for these people but uh i mean how often do they just go yeah look I, this is i can only take so many cases and this one is clearly ridiculous or do they just go like yes you're innocent because you say you're innocent like and the whole idea of the whole racial thing i mean was it not a black male did they i mean well he's he's black right so how just, is it racial
0: that's just it, right? Like, it was, I mean, did a black man commit the crime? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, I mean,
1: so was it racially was it really motivated? Really racially motivated, or did a black yeah, dude? Yeah. Let cause, me see. Because I could understand now So if if say one of the victims misidentified the race of an individual, that still wouldn't make it. Races. Here's Here's
0: uh, the recap. It says, this was May 22nd, 1975. Police pulled over Mac in Greenberg, New York. Two and a half hours after two teenage girls were stopped as they were walking home from school, one teen was violently raped. The other broke free and ran to a nearby school where a teacher called the police. The attack happened in a predominantly white neighborhood. <clears throat> Again, okay. Uh, okay. The Greenberg Police Department has put out a call for a, had put out a call for a black male suspect in his early 20s Mac who was black uh, obviously was driving through the neighborhood at the time that the call came out now this is two hours later okay right yeah Um, even though he was wearing different clothes than the suspect and had an alibi he was brought to the police station okay so a couple of things <clears throat> and I don't want to get too copy on this but the different clothes things you would expect that you would be for sure if you're a good cop and you know that you're sort of like on this manhunt or whatever, and you're looking at the clock, and you're like, dude, it's been two hours. You're th- you're thinking, okay, did he did he swap outfits? Is he gonna, he's gonna be wearing a hat? Is he gonna be wearing a wig? Is he yeah. gonna be like, did he pull to a, a rest area and shave his head? You know, or shave his beard? Or yeah, I, I would expect him to be in a different car, take his than first he would two be, layers off, <clears throat> something. So I would expect him to look different. But I think, Dave, you as far as as far as the racial aspect of this being, uh, you couldn't have really said it any better. Right. Like with the how can how can they say it was his conviction was racially motivated (laughs) when the perpetrator of the crime was the race of the man convicted now? their their mishandling of evidence or ignoring of of evidence that would have exonerated him and how that all what i really tried to find and i did guys i i and if you guys can find it like i I was trying to look at the trial I, i looked up but i couldn't find anything substantial about like okay well what evidence did they present or did they not present you know, because I don't want to dog on people that did their job and then got it wrong. But, right. I mean, they got it wrong, nevertheless. So that's that's the Leonard Mack story. Good for him. I'm glad he's out. Um, but the, the question that it led me to was, what does the state, if anything, owe
1: right. to this man? Is there a compensation?
0: What 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 would and if it doesn't, which I don't think it does, <laughs> it won't. If it doesn't, then what should it? What what should we have in place as a check and balance? Right. So we talk about the justice. <clears throat> excuse me, the justice system, and there are not you know case laws, regular laws, and there there is courtroom procedure that flows right. from that to have sort of like an internal checks
1: and balance to uh, a trial process yeah so and the production of evidence like being able to produce evidence you know what the legality of each individual yeah. piece of evidence
0: did um, he just have a bad representation is that why the evidence didn't make it in because, A lawyer screwed up. These are the questions that I wish I knew the answer to. And if I was going to take a deep dive and present this case to you, of course, I would try to do that. But my question, really, really, when I saw this, it stood out to me. I was like, man, that's crazy. But what what should we do for somebody like that? Should we, as society, do anything for people that lose the 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 entire trajectory of his life has changed? Seven and a half years taken straight away, but then you know, I mean, you lose certain things. You can't, He could never vote. You know, he couldn't. He couldn't legally carry a firearm. Yeah. You know, he people, wouldn't get jobs. They would look right over, get, over him. Getting employment would be different. Where he could live would be different. Who he who who would be in contact with him after this would be different. Everything changed about yeah, this family man's life. or
1: friends. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's, it, it would change everything, right? Your whole life is, is completely turned upside down. But, but I think that's why I, I think it's a pretty good system in place. Meaning he has the right to sue civilly. You know what I mean? And that's generally what I think what, what people do. And I, I think I kind of like that idea more because that it mm. kind of leaves it up to, the judicial system to also see if there's something coming back to him without just having a flat line. Like, yes, we screwed up. Here's your hundred thousand dollars, because that's what it would be, right? I mean, we're talking <laughs> right. about a government entity. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the amount of compensation, I we couldn't get compensated for five hundred dollar EpiPen or even a complimentary upgrade on an airplane flight. What do you think that the government is going to dish out as far as, uh, you know, hey, we screwed up. You know, <laughs> they're not. There's no. There's no like not even a sliding scale for that. So I think that's, I, I think suing is a pretty good way to do it. And he's going to win, hopefully win big. Cause that's, that's just unbelievable. It's crazy that he kept fighting and never lost. Like, it's, it's not like he was, he wasn't locked up. Right. Um, you know, i learning that he did seven and a half years, which was had to been awful. I mean, I can't even imagine uh, doing a year in, in prison or County. And yet, uh, even after that, for forty some years, he still maintained his innocence. So much to the fact that he actually pushed uh, for this program to like listen to him, his mm-hmm. pleas on it. Um, that's that says a lot, man. He because you know, I, I think the average person would be like, I, dude, I've been kicked kicked around so many fucking times. Why do I even get up anymore? This is not, you know what I mean? This 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 happened to me. I had I was dealt shit luck screw this place, screw the, screw the world, screw everybody, and then you just take your lumps. Mm-hmm. And this guy just didn't do that. It's crazy to me.
0: Yeah, Mike, uh, Michael Pratt asked, am I understanding correctly you don't think this guy is entitled to any compensation after being wrongly convicted? Um, no, I don't think that's what... No. I, I'll, I'll put words in that. Dave's mouth, but he didn't say that. He said the question was, should there be something in place legally that would automatically entitle him to something particular? because of it. But if if we do have the right to civilly sue, then he now he can take this. He's been proven innocent and no doubt he could go to an attorney who would would consider the case and determine the merits of a civil suit in which they va- they they take a value <laughs> uh, of some yeah. kind, they work it and then they sue for a a, a violation of, you know, whatever or you know, they could they could look into the the rights violations that would have occurred if, for example, a lawyer was derelict in his presentation or yeah. lack of presentation of evidence, or if a judge made a poor decision in in applying uh, rules of evidence or something. You know, there's I don't know, but he certainly has a case of some kind to put together. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And that entity uh, may may very
1: well indeed owe him. Yeah, I I just don't think that there should be like some baseline uh, compensation given because you know it's not going to be, it it would never be reasonable. I mean, people could sue. Like this guy could say, "I'm going to sue the city for three thirty billion dollars." That's not something you'd ever get as a normal payout from from anybody. You know, so obviously then that would go and they would do their dealings and go back and forth and probably settle out of court, uh, seal up the uh the documentation so he doesn't ever have, you know what I mean, it's it you know, keep everything hush out that's pretty normal. So yeah, I wasn't I wasn't saying that at all. I do believe that he's entitled to some kind of compensation. Who the hell wouldn't? Right? You may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> Just call Saul. <laughs> Better call Saul. Better call Saul. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I agree. We should have probable cause, and the prosecution needs to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. I wish I wish I knew more about this case to know, did that happen? Did it not happen? What we do know yeah. is that DNA evidence has conclusively yeah. shown that this dude was just driving through Greenberg, New York, and got pinched for something he did not do. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, just messed up. So. You know, apart from some other detail. That is just not in any news story. Yeah. Uh, this guy's probably got a case on his hands. <laughs> I would guess. <laughs> I, I would think so. yeah, it's it's a shame, right? Like and the system, it's impossible to be perfect. It is impossible. We will We yeah. will never have a society in which the police or judges or juries, don't get it wrong sometimes it just yeah. won't happen right which again that that does bring me back to the when we talked about the death penalty that in and of itself is is a valid argument for why we shouldn't have the death penalty because we Man, can never and another one we never can be 100% sure that we got it right you know like in a way you know what ha- like i i think here's what i think you rape you rape a girl you should be killed. That's what. That's my personal feeling. Yeah. But what would happen if we, if we, if we uh, firing line Leonard Mack in 1976? Well, guess what? We just did
1: to find out that he was innocent the whole time. Yeah, right. man. Can you no, imagine? That's a, yeah, it's that is so funny that we were discussing that what a couple weeks ago or whatever. And uh, you know, I think you and I can both agree we're pretty staunch like supporters of the death penalty yeah, at least yeah. at some point, but this kind of argument, once again, like you said, I mean, are we ever 100%? Because is is it worth taking a 1,000 criminal lives for heinous crimes uh, to find out that one of them was innocent? Would that be worth it? Um, and I can't say it. I'll tell you what, if it was my family member, I would say, hell no, it's not worth it. So if I can say that, then m- you know what I mean? It, that would be really hard for me to think that the other 999, uh, you know, that, oh, well, you know, it, it was worth it because, you know, it's just, who cares? It's not my family member. It's not my loved mm. one. And yeah. all of a sudden, boom, there it is. That's, that's a, that is a good argument, Mike. That's a little bit scary, actually. <laughs> I'm starting yeah. to, I well, think I'm starting to, got to start hugging trees now. am <laughs> not sure. <laughs> you think, I think you
0: should go work for the Innocence Project.
1: Oh, God, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I start like I start wearing like a a Rastafarian wig like it's total white guy braids and stuff like that you know oh god it's like start spraying patchouli on myself tie-dye shirts (laughs) I don't know why why would I have to do that it makes no sense oh my
0: god all right so talk to me about this uh these people drawing drawing new lines down in the yeah so
1: this is I think this is a a a pretty reasonable question. I mean, obviously, we're get, we're getting to that time again, right? Like, uh, you know, voting is it's it's about to happen again, right? And uh, how often do Democrats and Republicans attempt to redraw these uh, congressional lines uh, for voting? It mm-hmm. happens all the time. I know that they were working on that in Michigan. Even like, I, I think it's all the time. It, whoever holds the power are the ones who are trying to to push that level. Uh, this is from AP News dot com online edition a judge reject uh judges reject alabama's congressional lines will draw a new district to increase black voting power that sounds a little bit scary but Mm, montgomery yeah (laughs) montgomery alabama federal judges said racist (laughs) i I know if you're a racist it sounds concerning dave See, exactly. There it is. Right. Yeah, I know. Here, here we go. Dang it. I got to go repent. Uh, federal judges said Tuesday that they will draft. So these are the judge federal judges, that they will draft new congressional lines for Alabama after lawmakers refused to create a second district where black voters at least came close to compromising a majority as suggested by the court. In blocking the newly drawn congressional map, the three-judge panel wrote that they are "quote deeply troubled" that Alabama lawmakers flouted their instruction uh, to create a second majority-black district or something close to it. The panel directed a court-appointed special master to su- uh, special master, dumbass name, fuck yourself, uh, to submit three proposed new maps by September 25th. Quote, the law requires the creation of an additional district that affords black Alabamians, uh, like everyone else, a fair and reasonable opportunity to elect candidates of their choice. The 2023 plan plainly fails to do so, the judges wrote in the ruling. Alabama indicated in a court filing that it will ask the U.S. Supreme Court, which previously upheld the panel's findings in the case, to put the order on hold while it appeals, according to a court filing. While uh, we are disappointed in today's decision, we strongly believe that the legislature's map complies with the Voting Rights Act and the recent decision of the U.S. Supreme Court. Alabama Attorney uh, General Steve Marshall's office said in a statement, The Republican-controlled Alabama legislature hastily drew new lines, hastily? (laughs) <laughs> drew new lines this summer after the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, in June, upheld the panel's findings that the map, that had one majority-black district out of seven in a state uh, where 27% of residents are black, likely violated the U.S. Voting Rights Act. The three-judge panel How? in striking down uh, <laughs> the three-judge panel in striking down Alabama's map in 2022 said the state uh, should have two districts where black voters have an opportunity to elect their preferred candidates because of racially polarized voting in the state. That map would need to include a second district where black voters are the majority or something quite close. The judges wrote, uh, what do you, <laughs> I'm not sure where to begin or end with this. What do you think about this? I mean, I it's a pretty bold quote but bold statements by this three judge panel i i reject the entire idea that
0: voting districts should have anything whatsoever to do with race it's i reject the notion outright
1: you are a racist
0: that's why if that makes me a racist, then I, I might be actually if if that makes me <laughs> yeah. racist. Then I, I might actually
1: well, be one. Well, I can think of a whole bunch of things that make you racist. Bunch of them. That is one <laughs> of them, Michael. It's it's Indeed. insane. The idea. And they're not even it's not even they're not even a shame, dude. They, this is like they are out there like this. Like, I guess I do. You can tell I'm bumfuzzled i can't speak right now i'm bumfuzzled i am that's great (laughs) i don't think i've ever heard that i'm I'm gonna use that you should i I don't understand i i am in shock that a a three judge federal fucking judges federal judges said you know what this uh this voting district isn't black enough how what does that mean I'm trying how to we, understand... How is that a thing?
0: I, this could be naive of me, but I don't... I, I, I'm not sure... Is, is there some sort of, like, internal, like, uh, electoral college or something within the state of Alabama that for s- state state legislatures? Is this... Congressional maps, if, if the U.S. Supreme Court's involved... So is this for is yeah. this for U.S. Congress, like the those districts, or is this something yeah, for I think, just state issues?
1: No, I don't think it's just state issues. And the, the, I guess that kind of brings up a bigger question too: is why why all of a sudden are they trying to why why all of a sudden was there something set in order for them to to do this? You know what I mean? Like the 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 court. I don't know why, but the court had a say and said this is what we. W- this is what the court wants to see, of its <laughs> Alabama voters. I don't know. I don't understand how that works. I don't know, I works, don't
0: know what. I just I'm trying to understand what it what it does for them. What yeah, what yeah. advantage is there here? I, I don't. I miss. I feel like I'm missing something, but I also feel like on its surface the idea that we would say, oh, we need to have districts that are primarily any race. Yeah. And if it's they're if they're ridiculous. not if they're not a particular race in a district, we need to redraw the lines until it is. Like that yeah. why? Why do why do we need to vote based on race race this is like
1: that's actually what they're saying too mike it's not it, like they're it saying make it doesn't well, make there's any an ideology. sense yeah there's a culture they're not even saying they're not saying anything except for this is a race thing they are actually making this a race thing i i just don't understand that i mean i i would love to hear from minorities on this uh and i don't care what kind of minority meaning if you ain't white you're right in this case, because I want to hear about it, you know, I don't yeah. know why I just made that up, but I like I, what. What would you say as a, as a minority? How does this make you like? Does this make sense to you? Um, because maybe it can be explained in a way that that I just don't understand. Because clearly, federal scholars, judges, federal judges who are clearly smarter than me, <laughs> are, are actually putting this thing, it like boldly proclaiming that this thing is not black enough we need this to be more black and i'm just confused I'm just, as to how that would make uh, you. i'm feel looking at this. an
0: npr version of this it says like yeah this alabama is once again appealing to the u.s supreme court uh, a lower court ruling that found the state's map of congressional election districts likely violates the voting rights act by weakening black voters power
1: i just i don't understand well, I think it, you know what you know what it is, Mike. This this is clearly the, the, the I, I, this this tells me a lot about these uh, uh, this panel of judges, though. Right. Um, the idea is what they think that a, a majority of blacks in uh, in Alabama are going to vote Democrat. That's really what it comes down to. It's really not even about race. Nobody gives a shit about any of that anymore. As long as right. we can right. argue about it, right? So sure. in the end, it comes down to a three, pa- three panel, a panel of three judges, uh, who c- clearly don't know their ass from hole in the wall, and they're just saying, you know what, this isn't black enough. What they're saying is, this isn't Democrat enough, or, or we don't believe it. Now, I, 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 I think that it's laughable that uh, that blacks have been. Pigeonholed into uh Democrat voting only or at least that's what is, is that what white America thinks I don't I don't know um but I thought that uh you know I, I I'll be honest with you I know I know a black guy and uh you know that guy thinks for himself I don't I, 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 maybe I'm gonna throw things all all around here you know it's weird i've I've discovered that people who are don't look like me, actually have their own like ideas about life and stuff you know and it turns out you can't really pigeonhole them and i've tried i've tried (laughs) you know
0: buck chase he he actually speaking of wrongful convictions he 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 did he's been on the run for a little bit yeah He, he did some time, uh, you know. Thankfully, he he broke free. That's why he's always in an undisclosed location. But, you know, he's he's got he's been known to have a thing or
1: a thing or two to say about race. Yeah, the thing not two the kind you, you want to hear either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it it messes with me a little bit. It all comes down to party lines again. Um, you know, we are you know clearly. The whole race thing let's you know it's just pushing buttons trying to make everybody feel something mm-hmm. um but i don't want to fall for it i just I, I'm, I'm just kind of shocked that it's so brazen now it's so in your face that I actually there's a panel of federal judges that are saying, no, this isn't black enough. What they're saying is this isn't Democrat enough. You know, the blacks, they'll always vote for Democrat, you know, especially Southern blacks. You know, they, they'll, they'll go the Democrat route and, and they, they clearly don't have a mind of their own. Um, you, you know, there's just no, we, this, it's a sure thing for us. It is a sure thing for us to get reelected. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's sad. But it's and it's bold. It's right there in your face. It's it's in how many articles? It's it's is it in? You could just Google this, uh, a couple of these key phrases or key words, and you're going to get all kinds of news about this this situation. Yeah, and they don't care. God, it's so embarrassing, dude. Yeah, you, uh, what is wrong with us, man? Yeah, it's just. Yeah,
0: it, it. That's the only thing I can think of. Right? Is they they redraw the lines so that. It's controlled in such a way that huh. the ultimate allocation of electoral votes goes to is, one side or the is other. Swayed, yeah. By uh, what I don't what I don't know is in this redistrict in this redistricting how that would shift the balance of electoral votes. That's what I'm trying to understand because let's say uh, I don't know how many votes Alabama gets in the electoral college say right. for example but what difference does it make if those those things are redrawn for con- congressional districts as far as the overall voting goes or are they talking about um again forgive me guys because i just i actually think the article was poorly written it um, is poorly written and I, and I read two of them, both of them, NPR and AP, were both poorly written. I, it doesn't explain uh, much about the background of this. So what I'm trying to understand is, is this an issue of repre- representatives? And so they're redrawing the congressional map so a that there's a, there's a greater likelihood that they're able to choose their candidate by a greater majority based on race. I mean it only gets worse it doesn't get better when you explain it that way
1: right yeah um gosh yeah there's a is this a an update to it hold on a second okay hold on hold on to your draws Hey. So this was, yeah, no, this is the, the new one. But yeah, I mean, there is a, the, a related article in the AP uh, that the Supreme Court rules in favor of, of black Alabama voters in an Expected Defensive Voting Rights Act. So I, but this was like in June. So I'm not sure, you know, what's what's the relation on that either. But yeah, I don't, I, honestly, Mike, I, I just don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. It's, it's very confusing. Um, you're right. It wasn't written very well. But like it's like this is the kind of article you got to read like four different articles in order to like gather enough information to have have a better you know more educated uh, guess right. on how ridiculous <laughs> at the, this at whole the end thing of the either day, way it's all completely ridiculous.
0: I come, I circle back to what I said at the when I when you first read it, which is like I don't know if I understand entirely what's going on here, but if they're trying to if they're trying to draw any lines for voting. Based on race, I reject it outright and principle it, alone. right yeah. because it's like it's that's, clearly. that's, that's that is racism that,
1: that's <laughs> i don't, they wouldn't think so though they that wouldn't think it so it doesn't like, make no. any
0: sense'cause that is, that's racism well of course you'd say that you're you're white, I don't know like that doesn't make any sense yeah. like uh, I, I don't know whatever yeah so.
1: anything anytime you do something based on a race, well I mean you know <laughs> you
0: know <laughs> <laughs> well folks, you had it all in an hour. You had yeah. you had first of all two stunningly beautiful bald men. God, which God. by the way, Pitbull Shavers needs to give you a commission check for making a sale.
1: Yeah, there week. was somebody earlier, right?
0: Yep. And I got I got a message this week from uh, Jay Wilman. So what, you're out there and you told me to get it splurge get the pitbull you won't regret it he doesn't so you know you should you need you need the credit for your your ability to make sales of these shavers but you got to see our stunningly beautiful bald heads yes you got to hear us talk about amazing films and Crooning. music
1: yeah. And next time we talk though, we're going to talk uh w- so actually I can tell you exactly what my topic is next week oh, so fancy. that people actually have an idea Ooh. because first of all we are going to talk deer uh, the deer hunter because okay. I, will watch I the think deer that's hunter a really and Okay. And then uh I want to talk about Kinsey's kids. Kinsey's kids. Mhm. What's that? <clears throat> so it's Alfred Kinsey. Let's let's leave it at that. We're going to talk about Alfred Kinsey. Um, he was a he's a sexologist, the, the father of sex a, the sexual revolution. Yeah, Can you go to school for that. Yeah. Dang. So we are going to talk about there's Why did there I do are, philosophy? Well, there's a lot of stories uh, about whether whether this guy really was the father of sexual revolution or was he um, the guy who said that raping children is fine. Like, it's there is so much about this. I really want to talk about this guy, and we'll, we'll have to freaking see, dude. It's, I think it's, I think it's going to be a good. It's going to be a good podcast, but I think you got to, I don't even know if you should look it up at all, but I feel like there's so much information on him. I'm not sure I could look up all the, all of it, you know, cause there's people that call him like the, the Godfather. And then there's other people are saying like, this is the, he's the devil. He's, you know what I mean? Like yeah. his ideology are so, it's so out there and it's so, um, like decayed and, you know, it, it's just, so we, we definitely got to talk about this guy. Indeed um
0: yeah it's it's sounds better than diarrhea on a plane i it,
1: it might be <laughs> look at Drew. look <laughs> at you so the case of pitbulls of the local skinhead chapter thank you dave i like how drew's become like a traveling uh pitbull <laughs> shaver salesman <laughs> he's going
0: door to door opening his briefcase <laughs> capitalizing on uh Lonely housewives eager to make purchases with their husband's hard-spent sales money.
1: It's like, it's like John Candy. Was it Planes, Trains, and Automobiles where he uh, he sells shower curtain rings?
0: Yeah. I, I remember uh, my hands between two pillows. Those aren't two pillows. Steve Martin and bed.
1: I just love that. That was a great movie. What a God, classic movie. A movie. When things were funny, man. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. If if you enjoyed the show, go to Apple Podcasts, hit the rating, and give it a good rating. Type a mm, review out. Do it. Go to Spotify. Hit the follow button. Give it a rating. Show the love. Do it. We're, do we, it. We, we, even though we have 78% of Delta's workforce listening to this show, we still care about <laughs> you.
1: Yeah, we still care about
0: you. So if, if we... If we gave value to you, show the love. We appreciate it. Even though
1: it. you guys are like the Southwest people, Southwest <laughs> Airlines equivalent, we yeah, still care make about us, you. Don't
0: make us downgrade you to spirit, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, gang, we will see you next time. Peace.